Happy Monday. Welcome to another sneak preview. I'm Connor Izagari. I'm Caleb Boucher. And again, nothing came out this weekend. Last week, we talked about our 10 most anticipated films of 2022. Today, we're doing the opposite. We're going to discuss our top five least anticipated films of 2022 and give our reasons why we're not looking forward to these movies. Uh, some of them more so than others. And I know I've spoken about how these films probably won't be on the show. Some of them will just because that's all we're going to get that week. And we'll see some of these begrudgingly, but these are the films we're not really that jazzed about. So take with yeah. that, do with that information what you will. Yeah, Russell, in my list, I mean, I got stuff on here that I know you're probably a little bit more excited than I am, and I'm more willing to watch it. It's just not on my it's not something I'm super excited for, but I'll watch it for the show by all means. Yeah. I mean, we watched some horrendous shit last year for this show. Uh, why why fix what's not broken? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. We have a whole show dedicated to bad movies. Why fucking stop the why stop now? <laughs> yeah. Uh before we get into that, let's see what happened last week in film. Last week in film. First up, the latest trailer for Uncharted it comes out February 18th. I think this makes three trailers. Uh, I'm, ex- I'm, I'm excited, a little apprehensive. I want this to be good. I'm still not really on board with Mark Wahlberg. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. I, you were telling me this film has a pretty uh, inflated budget. Probably won't make it back, uh, but we'll see. Yeah, um, I'm I'm decently optimistic about it. Like mainly because that second trailer is what sold me on this being at least like a fun movie. And in considering it, we're keep getting the new Indiana Jones delayed, the new Tomb Raider thing for like we're not really getting like that type of adventure type of film that I I personally really enjoy. So I'll take this if it's at least good. Um, but yeah, I'm, 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 this really, really jazz me on. I was like, okay, something this that made me go, oh my God. Um, I'll stay cautiously optimistic on this one. And yeah, I, I heard right that the budget's like 120 million, which you must have a lot of faith that people who play these games are going to be seeing this in fucking troves because you're dealing with a movie. I don't care if it's whatever video game property you have been on, you're dealing with a movie now. You need to be a little more modest with your budget. Maybe wait till the sequel to go a little bigger if you want to. Yeah, I think a sequel is asking a lot here. I I, I don't know if this is going to be. I'm pretty sure this is going to be critically reviled, and I I hope it makes its money back. And I, I just want it to be good. I love this game franchise. I want it to be good. Yeah, I, I mean that's what I want. And you know, this is not they're doing this in the Last of Us TV show on HBO. So it's like this Nine Dog, who I've really liked. I like both these franchises that they do quite a bit. Um, I just ultimately would love for both these adaptations they're working on to be good. But I mean, only if it's not, I still got the Uncharted franchise game. So it's been rumors rolling that they're working on a new game. Um, and I still got the, the two Last of Us games that I've highly enjoyed. I know apparently Last of Us Part Two is fucking polarizing, apparently. I, I'm going to make my stance to say that you guys are getting really nitpicky about that game and i think it's absolutely amazing and there's a lot of cool shit that's not being talked about like it's dynamic combat that i have not seen in video games 
quite done as well. But that's just sorry for a little tangent there because it's one of the games I've played on deployment. Um, but yeah, I just also want these adaptations to do good or be good. And if they're in turn good, do good. Yeah. Speaking of video game adaptations, uh, we are officially getting a sequel to Mortal Kombat. Uh, it's been greenlit. Uh, Moon Knight series writer Jeremy Slater is going to be penning the script. <coughs> Uh, that's all we know, though, uh, so far, but I'm pretty sure most of the cast is probably coming back. I mean, the guy who played Sub-Zero signed on for like four of these. Uh, yeah, he was one of my favorite parts, so hell yeah. Yeah, I'm Mortal Kombat kicked ass, and I am excited to see more, especially now that we're actually going to get probably a tournament, which we didn't get in the first film because Shang Tsung is a dirty cheater. Yeah, well, that's what they said when they um, were talking about it. People were like, there's no tournament. The creators were like, if we get it, if it's successful and we can do it the way we want, the first film is pre-tournament, second film is the tournament, third film will be like a post-tournament type of storyline. So they have it planned out. They just have to get there. So the fact that we're getting this, we all going to get that tournament. I'm with you. I fucking thought this new one was kick-ass and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, they hinted at Johnny Cage being one of the characters in this one, so I can't wait to see who they fucking cast for that. I yeah, I couldn't be more excited for this movie. I I, I want more combat too. Oh yeah. Cannot wait. Uh this is gonna be sweet. Next up, uh <laughs> Jason Momoa has joined the cast of Fast and Furious 10 as apparently the new bad guy. When the fuck did that happen? I haven't read that anywhere. That happened to earlier today. Oh, you know what? I haven't been on IGN yet, so that's why I haven't seen it. I, I just got off of Blade Disgusting, and they're not going to report that. <laughs> yeah, he's the new bad guy. Uh, the film comes out in 2023. will be part one of a two-part conclusion for the franchise. So Momoa is probably going to be like Vin Diesel's secret uncle or some shit. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> I, I would say... Rival driver, computer hacker, federal agent. Which one is it going to be? All of the above. <laughs> Yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I, you know, I would have had hope for this casting choice if I hadn't seen F9. Because I had hoped that John Cena would actually bring a pretty, like, awesome presence to it. Because I really like him. Especially watching Peacemaker. I'm fucking loving John Cena. Yeah. Um, but they, to me, they tried to take it, making him so serious. And that's just not in his bro house right now as an actor, like I'm not saying he can't one day get there, but he is much more com comfortable clearly in comedy. Um, I, I think peace ring was going to, again, that's going to be a show that kind of helps get him more comfortable with drama. Cause he has been doing some stuff in there. Yep. More traumatic that has actually worked. So it, he has it in him. I just don't think it worked well on F9. Um, so after seeing that, I'm like, awesome. Jason Miller, like again, this guy who made me personally really like fucking Aquaman. And I actually cannot wait for Aquaman two this year. Like I'm, I'm legit excited for that movie. Um, why did you do that face? Nothing's been said about getting delayed, so shut your mouth. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't say anything about that. I'm just saying. I I have different thoughts regarding Aquaman too that we will get to later. Oh my god, you stupid, stupid man! Oh my but, god. <laughs> Wait for my reasonings first. Holy shit! I won't at all. But moving on. Minus Amber Heard in that movie. I cannot wait for Aquaman 2. Um, God, you really sucked. You really took me off my tra train of thought right now. <laughs> you jackass. But uh, 
Jason Miller is a very lively, like charismatic, awesome. Like I just love seeing him and stuff. Like he had he exudes charisma. He is essentially like in that league with like The Rock and Cena, and then they're just like they're fun to watch. I am hoping that it doesn't happen to him. What happened to John Cena? They suck that out in the fucking tenth movie of this franchise. But I also wouldn't be surprised because I. To me, Momo's another person that is probably going to side with The Rock on shit. Like, I would think John Cena would side with The Rock on shit. And that's what I feel is like it comes into conflict with these fucking movies now is Vin Diesel and the fucking beef that he won't let go. Well, Vin Diesel's running out of giant, like, cut actors to, like, fake fight him in a, in a car movie. I mean, you know, The Rock has abandoned the franchise. John Cena probably isn't coming back and now Momoa. So I don't know. I just, why does he, if he doesn't want to be upstage, why does he keep picking like super charismatic giant dudes to go up against him on camera? Yeah. That everyone likes better than him. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's his fault. I mean, I don't know. It, give Which up. Then goes back to my original point. Just make goddamn Riddick for Vin Diesel. Just make the film where you're the star and no one can upstage you unless you cast Carl Urban thanks to the boys now. But so you know what? Just stop acting, Vin Diesel. Yeah, just be Groot and collect the checks. <laughs> like, come on, be happy you even have a I was, career. I was as soon as I started saying really, I was like, wait, shit, Carl Urban's success with the boys has really, I think, made him much more of a, a name to people now. Yeah, you're right. Uh, speaking of charismatic wrestlers who are better than Vin Diesel, Dave Batista has been cast in M. Night Shyamalan's new movie, Knock at the Cabin. Release date is 2023, and I have nothing about this movie. I don't know what it's going to be about. I don't know who else is going to be in it, but I can comfortably say, fuck this movie. I'm done with M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, that he, is all. He really burnt me on old. Yeah. Um, and the, the amount of people that are coming out like defending that movie, like, what are you seeing in this? But I think it's like becoming like the happening or it's becoming like a it's just so bad you have to watch like this fucking spectacle of a bad film type of deal. Well, I did throw old into the master list for Beyond the Bad if we ever feel like revisiting that in that context. God, you suck, but fair enough. It's your call. It's just a suggestion. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't want to watch it either. Uh, but as far as this new film goes, um, yeah, I all I can hope is after seeing old that you know he doesn't suck the decent talent that Dave Batista has being charismatic former out of him, but he's probably going to find a way to fucking do it. I would love to know. Yeah, go ahead. I was like, apparently, M. Night Shyamalan doesn't does not know how fucking humans interact. That is really it. it that's the weirdest thing about his films. Even his good movies have that problem. Or every, all the dialogue is so stilted. Everyone feels like a fucking robot. I, it's weird. I don't think he's ever had a natural conversation, like with anybody. No. Because yeah, I even mean, the movies I like, I'm just like that looks so kind of weird. Like I don't understand why you think people talk like this. Split was awesome. There is an entire scene where he is talking about how great the wings are at Hooters. <laughs> like, with, dude. Which is a lie. I've had the wings at Hooters. They're terrible. I don't understand nope. how people like those fucking things. No one is going there for the wings. Why do we lie to ourselves? 
I don't go there. All right. I'm above that. Look, I'm not going. If I want to see hot chicks and that, I'll just get on Pornhub. I don't need to go to fucking Hooters and eat terrible rings for that. The I don't face. either, but like nice people who do go to go to Hooters, just just admit to your like just admit, admit to all of us you're not going there for the food. You're going there for the big titted chick to fake being nice to you so you give her a good tip. It is really fucking sad. <laughs> anyway, M Night Shyamalan. I don't know who keeps giving this guy money. Who like this is what his eighth chance? Good luck, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Here's the twist. Still not good. <laughs> what if it is good? What if he's on a weird area of his career where like every other film is good, but every other film is bad? So he got his bad film out of the way. Now he's going to do a good film, but then after this, it's a bad film. Well, let's all right, let's look at the math. All right. So split was good. Glass wasn't great. Old was terrible. So I don't know if that I guess he's overdue for a good one. Yes, so. And if you want to go back, visit got a lot of people talking. So was this going to be a film that just gets a lot of people talking, and the next one's good? See, I don't want to have to play these fucking games. I just want to see a good movie. <laughs> I feel like every time I see M Night Shyamalan, I'm like betting on the horses. I, I just, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> well, you got to do it for the show until he stops making movies or dies, whichever one happens first. He keeps pissing people off. I can tell you which one's going to happen first. Um, ending on some sad news here. Peter Robbins, the original voice of Charlie Brown in the Peanuts cartoons, has died from an apparent suicide at 65. Uh, he voiced Charlie Brown in A Charlie Brown Christmas. It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, and others. Apparently, he had been in and out of uh, mental hospitals with uh, some personal issues and uh, he killed himself so who had charlie brown committing suicide on 2022 bingo i certainly didn't no we almost went the whole week without a fucking death and then i happened to read that and i was like even bloody disgusting reported because obviously you know it's the halloween special and i was like holy shit i was like first off the charlie brown actor was still alive second off what the fuck well, I mean, I'm sure that back then he was only like, you know, he was a kid. He's Charlie Brown. So you know, he was only 65. No, I didn't know that, though. I wasn't aware of all this information. I'm saying it's not surprising that he was, you know, survived this long. I'm not saying it's not surprising either. I just didn't realize he was still alive. Because they haven't done a new Charlie Brown special besides that Peanuts movie in, um, like, decades. I always thought Peanuts was like a profitable franchise i'm surprised there's not more of it it's because i think uh schultz's estate's very protective of it oh that would explain it that's why we don't always get new stuff they're very protective of it and it's like brain on america but uh yeah no um that was real sad to hear because i personally really like the charlie brown specials um i've always thought you know it's christmas and the halloween special being my two personal favorites i actually have the the peanuts holiday collection I picked it up, so I have a couple of them on Blu-ray right now. And yeah, I just Charlie Brown's always a good, cool, fun little thing to watch during the holidays. You know, it was always a special for each one. Yeah, it's a significant part of a lot of people's uh, childhoods. And this was just like kicking us while we're down. You know, like with everybody we've lost recently, 
Like you're, you're gonna take away Charlie Brown too. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Give us a fucking break. <laughs> God was the Lucy. And oh, he had man. the football. <laughs> so fucked up but yeah uh we're, we're the football <laughs> charlie brown missed again uh well damn that is all for last week in film um before we get into the countdown there was a shutter release this week so caleb why don't you tell us about the last matinee yes that's actually one of two um that one's a dark man i didn't have a chance to watch yet i'm actually probably gonna watch it of course after we record this and i have some time um, but that was a documentary on um, Boris Karloff that I'm super excited to watch. Um, this one, The Last Matinee, is part of Blaze Gustin's team up with Dark Star Pictures. They recently um, have teamed up with them. Not that Blaze Gustin hasn't done films in the past. They have. They're teaming up with this company and releasing various low-budget horror films. Uh, their first one was Honeydew, which is still on Shutter. Um, time got the best man and I have a chance to watch that like I was hoping to prep for this movie. They did another one that was a sequel to From I've Seen, so I didn't really keep up with that. And then they had this one, The Last Matinee. Uh, sp- Spanish, I want to say Uruguay or Argentina. Don't quote me. I can't remember which country of origin, but I know it's a Spanish uh, horror film about a, a killer finding his way into a theater and murdering the patrons while they're watching this movie. Um, the goal was to mix American Slasher with G- uh, Giallo. And for the most part, this film succeeded. Um, the, the setting's really cool. I am a sucker for the horror films that take place in movie theaters just because it really kind of gets the root of us as fans of this kind of stuff, right? Having it take place in that location. So I was that the location had me sold from the beginning. That was a big positive for me. Uh, the other one was the gore. You know, this film, I remember it getting kind of hyped because it was very much like with what they were wanting to do with that, it'd be very practical, heavy, and gory. And that they delivered. Um, one of the standout kills for me being a scene when, like, this guy who won't shut up about this fucking gore he's on the bus, he takes his chance because he, he, he sees that she's alone in the theater because apparently she got stood up. So he takes this chance. He hits it off. They're making out. Guy comes up behind them and just fucking rams a pipe through both of their heads as they're making out. Damn. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Um, so the gore is fucking it's awesome. Like the gore, they they brought it with that. It definitely felt like the Giallo American slasher in that regard, for sure. Um, and the villain, the villain was really uh cool. Like it that's where the Giallo came in because he had you know the trench coat and the black gloves and you saw a lot of it from his point of view when he was doing his death. He even had a little knife and stuff that he was using. So that was that was pretty cool using. And then when it does get revealed, like who, you know, well, it's not really revealed who it is. It's just some psychopathic dude. It's not like a big revelation that's more than the people, right? Um, when you get more of him towards the end, and he kind of gives him, he gives the actor does this really like creepy, just over top, delirious psychopathic performance that just really works. Um, and makes them to me really terrifying when you kind of see what he's fucking doing and why he's doing it. So a lot those three things really worked for me. Outside of that, though, the film didn't really have that many interesting characters. Like it kept introducing characters, but not lingering on anyone long enough to be interesting. Um, and there was like, you know, 
it did take a while to get to the action. I remember kind of checking time, like, oh, so am I getting to any deaths yet? Like, it, it had, you know, it took a while to kind of get going for a movie that's only an hour and 28 minutes. And they had a couple of, like, I remember, like, especially one moment where, like, she kicks the, the killer. The camera was, like, a shot of him screaming. And then he immediately cuts to them hiding in a completely different theater. Like, it was a weird edit. That I remember going, that was fucking weird. That, that seemed weird to me. So it had a few minor issues with it that kind of held it back for me. But compared to, like, some of the other stuff I've seen already, at least this month from Shutter, like, this was definitely probably the, I would say, the best film, not counting the documentaries I've watched, um, that they've released this month, much, all this month. And I gave it a 7 out of 10. It, I wouldn't, I'm not rushing out to buy it for my collection, but it makes for an easy, rainy, or an, if you're in the fucking, you know, East Coast right now, you know, snow weather um, type of phone when you have nothing really to do because you're stuck inside. Fair enough. Again, this is probably another one I I, I might I'll probably just skip. Uh, when it comes to Shutter, I want to watch the best ones, and I'm like I said, I'm pretty much going by your recommendations here. Uh, so maybe, but probably not. I do want to check out that Karloff documentary though. I'm I'm planning to watch that tomorrow because I know if I try to do it tonight, I'm going to fall asleep. So I'm tired, but uh, I'm definitely planning on watching it tomorrow. Because, I, yeah, that call effect me fucking interests me so much. Yeah, for sure. I've always wondered what happened to him after Frankenstein. He kind of just disappeared. Like, he did some stuff with uh, Vincent Price, but then, like... He... Him and Lugosi had a really rough time after the Universal Pictures. I, I'd have to look it up again, but it's it's really interesting. I looked it up for, and, like, it was a case of, like, if you were talking about getting typecast now, oh, my no. God. If you get typecast back then, it was like if you couldn't get a film outside of that that you were known for, it was so hard for them to work. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, look at Lugosi after Dracula, he just faded away until Ed Wood found him. Uh, I want to know, I'm excited to see kind of Karloff's trajectory post Frankenstein because that's something that's always interested me. Uh, Very cool. Yeah. Good stuff. So, 2022 is not as full of movies as 2021 at least not yet uh there's a lot of cool stuff on the horizon you know batman black adam uh halloween evil dead hellraiser a lot of cool shit coming out but then there's also some less than exciting shit that we just don't really we got better things to do you know uh so let's talk about some of these i've got five you've got five let's see i i wonder if there's overlap i think there's gonna be but uh, why don't you start us off? There might be. Uh, my number five is one I keep forgetting about until I was looking at our like schedule. And this is a sequel that I never asked for. I was I went on my little rant, I think last fucking a week or two ago. And that would be James Cameron's supposedly upcoming Avatar 2. I don't give a shit about Avatar 2 through 5 at all. The fact that he's ballsy enough to think he can go up to five without a two having still come out is amazing to me. Um, and I think he's like already prepping like four and five. Like he's already filmed two. Like it, it's fucking insane. But I don't care. Avatar one was fine. I didn't hate it. I didn't overly love it. I can watch it, turn my brain off, and enjoy it for the most part. It's not top tier Cameron. Not compared to, I, I know I made my whole case about that. 
couple weeks ago and how I feel like pre and post Titanic here. Um, but I remember watching it going, okay, cool. I never wanted a sequel. I didn't ask for a sequel. I don't care for a sequel. The fact that the highest grossing film of all time apparently still has yet to get its sequel because Cameron's really taking his time on it with the not with the story, mind you, not with the characters, with the fucking technology. And it's like, I don't care what technology you throw at me, Cameron. I care about you taking all this extra time you had to beef up the characters, to beef up the story. Apparently, you don't want to do that. So it's like, I don't care about your fucking Avatar 2 at all. Because you care about it for the wrong reasons, in my opinion. Not you, like Cameron does. I I, I caught that. Yeah. Um, we I will be talking about this later as well. Uh, but I do want to just share a funny headline I read a long time ago. Uh, Avatar 2 delayed to 2011. <laughs> yeah i'll have more to say in a bit um my number five's movie we've already kind of mentioned earlier aquaman and the lost kingdom why Explain. because fuck amber heard and i don't like that they didn't boot her i think it's shitty okay, to the people i think it's shitty to johnny depp that this crazy bitch is still allowed to not only be in the movie but have a significant meaty part as mira aquaman's fucking i think wife in the comics may or may not have disrupted momoto's marriage oh you better be kidding if the rumors are true i oh my god rumors rumors, but that's what everyone's fucking saying because i guess they want to throw blame on anyone but momoto and i'm like it takes two if that's the case it takes two, and he ain't in the clear. Either I really form. hope that's not true. I, I, he's got I. With all the shit that she's responsible for, why would you do that? I don't. I don't think it's true. I think people are just trying to line stuff up. Yeah. Well, but she's she's the major the major reason why I'm really not that jazzed about Aquaman two. I, I also worried, you know, after seeing Wonder Woman two that. You know, Warner Brothers is going to fuck this up too. I just, I don't trust them. I don't like everything I've been hearing about it, and I just am kind of bummed. So, Aquaman too. Okay, that that's fair. I can't really fault you because I'm looking at more. I was like, I really liked what Jason Momoa did with the character in the first one a lot, and I actually do really enjoy the first one. I think it's a really fun movie. It surprised the hell out of me that you could make Aquaman even remotely badass. Um, and it again, it it. James Wan, I just thought, directed the hell out of that movie. I really did. And I was excited to hear that he's coming back to direct this one. And he's been at, you know, telling people, like, he came back because he had, you know, he came with a good idea for this movie because he doesn't generally like doing sequels. I think the only time he's really directed another sequel was Insidious 2, and that was it. Or in Conjuring. Those are, like, the only two in his whole career. I had other people who directed sequels of his movies. Yeah. Um, so, you know, him coming back to do it. And, you know, Lamar, what his second character was, was what has me excited, but I get that. And I, because I, I agree, I think it's so shitty that it's been, you know, the court's been proving more and more evidence on the side of Johnny Depp. And Warner Bros. has decided to say, well, we're going to fire you from fucking Fantastic Beasts 3. And, but we're going to keep Amber Heard and Aquaman too. When it's like, you could have cut her out and I would have been fine. Because I don't think anyone else is even really hiring her because I don't see her on the cast list for any of our fucking movies. 
No, because I think most people have realized she's fucking poison. Uh, apparently, Warner Brothers doesn't. I just, I, yeah, I'm, I'm still going to see it. I'm just, I'm not jazzed about this whole situation. Yeah, okay, I get that. But my number four, I fear you're probably going to screw me so much on this one. I know you are because you're a little bit more excited for it than I am. And as the animated film, I don't want the animated prequel, I don't want Lightyear. Yeah, okay. I just don't want, like, look, I stand by that Toy Story 1 through 3 is a perfect trilogy of films. Four is fine. I enjoy it, but I still can live without it in my life. I didn't need it. I didn't want it when they announced it. And this one is a lot hard for me to swallow because it's like, what kind of, like, what origin story? Because, like, you already had shit that Tim Allen talked about in the first Toy Story. You have the TV show, for Christ's sakes, that came out when we were kids. I remember watching it. What are you bringing to the table with Lightyear that I need to care? Like, he was an actual astronaut. Like, I, I don't care about that. Like, just give me the story that you told me in Toy Story 1 and 2 with, and with you know, Zorg and all that shit. Like, that's what I want to see. I don't want to see him be an actual fucking astronaut voiced by Chris Evans. And that is no hatred to, towards Chris Evans at all. But it's not my Buzz Lightyear. Like, <laughs> well, I, just, I don't care for this, this film I think, being. I, I get it. I, I understand that. This is uh, is going to be divisive. I do think they are doing the Star Command story. I don't think this is they're treating this like a biopic in the Toy Story universe. I don't think they are. But I, I, I hope, I think we are going to, you know, there's going to be a Zerg, I'm sure, or something like that. I, I hope because right now the trailers are not painting it that way. Well, we've only gotten a teaser. Like, we haven't gotten a legit trailer yet. Oh, we'll see. The teasers didn't fill me with confidence, so and that we are getting all that stuff. I'm hoping this works out so I get my Woody's Roundup movie. <laughs> now, I'm I'm on board because I, I Pixar's like rarely disappointed me. I, I feel like they wouldn't do this if they didn't have a good story in mind, just like Toy Story 4. So I'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt. But I get why you don't want it. Yeah, and you also forget that usually their sequels. Outside of, you know, a few cases like Star Wars, or not Star Wars, Toy Story, Jesus. Or, you know, it's all owned by Disney, so it's at least I'm in the wheelhouse here. (laughs) Don't, I mean, for every, like, Toy Story, you know, one, two, and three, there's a Finding Nemo followed by a Finding Dory. Or Cars followed by Cars 2. So it's not like their, their track record with sequels isn't always there. Like they are with their original film output. I liked Finding Dory. But compared to Finding Nemo? Yeah, of course. Nothing's going to compete. Nothing's going to compare to that. I didn't like Incredibles 2 either. See, I, I liked Incredibles 2. But I know I know you, you were not. I remember you saying you weren't a big fan. I, I do agree their sequels leave a lot to be desired. But Lightyear is more of a spinoff. I'm not, I'm not willing to throw that into the shitty sequel territory yet. Okay, but if we want to talk about spinoff, Monsters University was not seen nearly as it's not nearly as good as Monsters Inc. I'm just saying, like that's my other thing coming in. Their sequel and spinoff territory is when things get spotty for them. I, I'm just happy we're not getting a fucking Mater movie because I'm I know that's been pitched. 
I'm sure every fucking toy I know for that has been pitched. I guarantee you every single... I'm sure there was a fucking Woody pitch. Actually, I'm sure that if this does good, a Woody film's going to come out. I guarantee yeah. fucking you. I want that. I want the Woody's Roundup movie. I fucking goddamn you. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm... I'm I love this. So I'm 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 not willing to count this out yet. I want to see more. I want to see a more plot heavy trailer before I start leaning either way. Fair enough. You're better man than me. Because right now I'm just I I could care less about this film. I know. My number four is one that was never on my radar or yours at all. I know that. Uh, but I keep hearing about it and I'm tired of it. Downton Abbey, a new era. I people gave up on Downton Abbey a long time ago, and I don't know why they keep trying to bring it back. The, the last movie should have been enough. I'm tired of just rich, you know, one percenter assholes in history movies and their problems. I hate that shit. And this is like the epitome of that. So and they just moved it, which means like there's there's some problems. I'm I, I'm tired of this. I don't want to. I'm stop. I don't want to see any more trailers. I don't want to hear more about Downton Abbey. Just leave it alone. Just let it die. I don't. Yeah, I don't have a lot to say. This. I'd never cared for the show. I never watched it. It's not up my alley at all. My whole damn family was obsessed with this show for years. I heard random shit about Dowager Countess who the fuck all the time. I'm <laughs> and it just won't go away. So. It, it, ugh. I, I have family that fucking love this show and would tell me about I'm like, this is not in my alley. Stop telling me about this fucking show. Like, you're talking to you guys, like, watching shit like Ash vs. Evil Dead and Chucky. Like, I, Downtown Abbey is not my goddamn wheelhouse. Um, no. Like, and yeah, it's like, it got a movie, it ended. I think people were, like, leaving the damn show before it even ended. And well, the show now- ended, like, ended badly. Like, fans were pissed at the ending, I think. So... Um, making movies isn't going to stop this. No, and yeah, it's the fact that it's getting delayed so much. It's kind of like how I feel about. I can say because it's not on my list, surprisingly, but uh, like like Morbius, you know, my interest in that is dwindling with every fucking delay. Or the new Mission Impossible, my interest that was there dwindles when you keep delaying it. It's like I get to the point where like I don't care anymore. Like stop telling me about the movie, stop doing trailers until you guys can actually come out with the goddamn movie on time. And it, I just wonder, like, are, are, like when are, when is this going to stop? I thought the Downton Abbey movie from a few years ago was like the, you know, the epilogue. Like, here it is, one last ride. But no, it's we're fucking back. And I'm wondering, like, is it going to be another one? Is Downton Abbey just going to be one of those franchises that keeps like, you know, putting a little gas in the tank and sputtering to the finish line, but never fucking getting there? It's going to be a movie. It's going to be new shows. I, I doubt it's ever going to go away. <sighs> I just I'm 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 done. Uh, yeah. So that's my Downton Abbey rant. I don't know if you want to rant me on this next one, but this is one I'm personally done with because I can absolutely. I and apparently I'm in the minority with the rest of America and the fucking global board here. But number three for me is Fantastic Beasts: The Secrets of Dumbledore. I did not. I thought the first one was okay at best, and that's me being generous to that fucking movie. I hated the sequel. I mean, I fucking hated seeing that fucking movie. It was terrible, incomprehensible. I didn't know what the fuck they were trying to do with it. I hated it. 
these films, and I'm not going to go into depth right now about fucking J.K. Rowling and all that shit, because I know I do think it's funny that the trailer was like coming from Warner Brothers. Like they are just like not her, us, not her. Um, but I remember when she first started doing this, for the like the tra- anti uh, trans stuff was coming out about her, right? And she announced this. To me, it never from the beginning felt like she was doing this as a way to enrich what she's already done in that ward. It always felt like your other book career that you're trying to do post Harry Potter wasn't doing well. And the only money you're making is from Harry Potter and you want to dip your toes back into it, except this time you want to write the films so you get even more money. I was like, so for me, it always felt like a cash grab and neither two films I've watched have fucking changed my mind on that. They just felt like cash grabs there is nothing in these films that has made me enjoy the ward care for the characters the way i did when i read the harry potter books and i saw that original winter movies and i fell in love with all eight films nothing has done that for me in this film i remember when i saw this trailer i saw i was online it wasn't like you know when like when like whenever the evil dead rise trailer comes out i will excitedly be on the fucking on my couch pulling the youtube video up to watch you know, not the case here. I remember she's pulling up going, ah, yep, yep, and yep, okay, Mads Milkson's playing him. That's that's, that's a pretty good choice now to play Grindelwald. I like him. I was like, we're still going on with this whole, like, Secrets of Dumbledore, like the fucking eight films of Harry Potter and try to do that already. Okay, cool. I was like, I don't, I don't, I just, I don't care. And I want to know, I want to meet any fan that does fucking care still <laughs> about this after those first two films. It's just, yeah, I just, I don't I don't care for this at all. I get it. Um, this didn't make my list mostly because I I want them to redeem themselves from the last film because I hated Fantastic Beast 2 as well. And Fantastic Beast 1, I haven't really wanted to go back to. There's there's nothing drawing me to this franchise, which is crazy because I've been a Harry Potter fan my entire life. Uh and I do think JK Rowling didn't even she didn't need the money like that's the thing like she makes so much millions from harry potter merchandise and revenue like she could have just sat back shut the fuck up and enjoyed her castle but no she has to stay in the spotlight i don't get it yeah, uh I she didn't need it she just wanted to be do a crash crap sequel and make anti-trans comments for whatever reason but yeah go on uh i'm I want to see Mads Mikkelsen take on Grindelwald. I think he's a cool choice. I don't like the way it went down uh, with with Depp, but Mikkelsen is a great actor, and I'm excited to see what he does. Uh, I'm hoping he adds some substance to this thing. I want this to be good. I'm willing to give it a chance, but I totally get why you wouldn't want to be on board with this. Yeah, and it, like I'm with you with Mickelson. Like I hate how it went down, but if you were going to get someone to replace Johnny Depp in this role, like Mickelson's a very good fucking choice. And I think he could do a lot with it. And even um, I forget the actual name, but you know the the guy who was the comic relief in like the first film that was like a big breakout character. He's in The Walking Dead also. And um, Fogler. Yes, you know, like he was to me like one of the best part. The one of my positives to that first one, I just thought he was legitimately really funny and really brought a lot to the role. And then they turned around the fucking second movie and dialed that down, fucked with his character 10 ways to Sunday, like Sunday. And 
he was one of the worst aspects of the sequel. And I was like, what the fuck did you just do to literally your standout character? Like, why would you do this to him? It looks like they're trying to rectify it in the third film. Like, he was having a little bit more comedic moments and having more fun again. But it's just like, I, it's hard because of how much I just did not enjoy that. Like I said, the whole thing that kind of went down and trying to, um, the whole thing with, again, it just constantly feeling like a cash grab that I never understood why she needed a cash grab when, like you said, she's still making millions off Harry Potter. Um, and then my other thing is this, and I guess kind of talking about like her, you know, recent comments and doubling down on them. I do legit wonder how well this will end up doing in the box office because of that, because of how much she has successfully tainted this franchise because of her just not wanting to shut the fuck up on social media. And look, I've had this conversation at work, right? With guys that are like, well, it's social media and you, you should be able to say whatever you want. Okay, yeah, you're right. You can say whatever the fuck you want. You free, Freedom of speech, absolutely. There are consequences to what you say, and that's the part you need to realize. So if you don't want to face those consequences, shut the fuck up on social media. I don't understand the need to put every goddamn thing you're thinking on social media. Like, it's okay to keep it to yourself. I don't understand why she was so committed. She wouldn't back down. She kept doubling down. And like really just poisoning her franchise to the point where Warner Brothers has cut her name out of the fucking promotional material of the new one. I mean, that is ridiculous. And all she has to do is stop. Just they, stop they, talking. Yeah. They, it's like her and Gina Carano recently, both cases where they went to her and said, like, look, we're not going to fire you. We're not going to. We we're just asking that you stop. That's it. Stop it. And you can. In case of Jane Carano, you can stay on the show, get your show, all that good stuff. In her case, we'll still obviously include you in the marketing stuff. Just please stop saying it on social media. And in both cases, they went, no, fuck that. We got to double down. Yeah, let our opinion be known. And then act in shock when the suit said, okay, well, we fucking told you. Now you're fired. Yeah. Like, now you're done. We told you. Well, well, well. If it isn't the consequences of my actions. Like, yeah. Big shock. Yeah. And it's like, what did that achieve? In Jerry Cron's case, what did you achieve? You're now no longer in The Mandalorian. You're not getting your spinoff show. They're retooling that show, last I heard. It's not yeah, dead, they're just retooling it. They're taking the major plot points and molding them into The Mandalorian and the Ahsoka show. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you just fucked yourself on like your own show and stuff. I was like, in the case of J.K. Rowling... All you successfully did was now get your name taken off the marketing again. It's that part does crack me up when you see like Warner Brothers invites you to award. Like you're not on that anymore. And then when they did, I don't know if you watched on HBO Max. I don't know if it's like you're thinking watch those reunion specials. I watched but, it. I watched okay, it. Okay. I was like, yeah, when they did the Harry Potter reunion special, her name nowhere to be found in the fucking promotional material for it. And she got reduced to archival fucking footage for like maybe five minutes or less. If I created a pop culture phenomenon that took over the world, I would just accept that I did that, stop talking, back away, and just collect my checks. Like, I wrote the damn thing. It's out there. I'm proud of it. I'll talk to fans. But I'm done. And I don't get why she couldn't just do that. I don't. I don't George Lucas it. did that. He collected his check. I haven't heard. We haven't heard from him since. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like it's not her. Because they think they are like we got to change the world by putting our 
he was on social media. It's like, at the end of the day, when you die, no one's going to give a fucking shit about what you just said. You're not changing anything. No. So shut the fuck up. realize they're on the wrong side of history? Like, don't they look around and realize that you, you're a bigoted asshole who's upsetting people? Don't you even care about that? Like, uh, they don't. I just don't fucking get it. Ugh. So, yeah, Fantastic Beast Three. <laughs> yeah, a lot of reasons why I'm not super stoked for this film. So, I get it. Um, my number three is a film that, when it was announced, actually pissed off a lot of people due to the cast. Uh, Super Mario Brothers, the movie. Oh, uh, I'm so indifferent to this. I did not care at all. I'm like, okay, cool. We'll see how it is. Yeah, Chris Pratt as Mario. Amazingly, I didn't lose sleep over that, but a lot of people did. Yeah. Um. I don't know what Mario sounds like. I grew up with PlayStation. I've never played it. I don't give a fuck. Me, a Mario. I think, think that, but in Italian. Like, how do you tell the accent? I know. I've heard. Oh, did I give you a good visual? Yeah, I've heard I've heard Dan do it on Time Stuck a lot. <laughs> but it's just, I don't care what Mario sounds like. I think it's a better statement. Okay, fair uh, enough. So, you know, good on you if you want to see this. Uh, I just I don't want to hear I, when this when when we get a trailer when they start promoting this thing I just know we're going to be bombarded with fans being like it doesn't look like Mario you know that's not what Donkey Kong's supposed to sound like blah, 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 blah. and I just don't want to deal with the fucking tirade of nerd bullshit so I'm not looking forward to that more than I'm not looking forward to the movie I was about to say I'm I personally don't I'm again I know we've kind of talked about it with other video annotations because we've seen me in a golden age of like them getting it right. I am legit kind of like interested in seeing what they do with this movie, um, especially like because it's supposed to be animated. So I'm like, OK, so first off, you're cutting that live action bullshit you did back in 99 or whenever that three. Was, 93. 93, there you go. Back in 93 with that movie, you're going straight live action, which means you're probably going to embrace a lot more of what Mario is because you can in live action. So I'm down. I'm I'm with you. Uh the I'm I'm not looking forward to people not shutting the fuck up, expressing their anger. When let's just be honest, like the line I just said, it's a me, Mario. That's all he says in the fucking game. So why are you giving so much shits about Chris Pratt voicing him? Like Jesus Christ. And it, and I know it has to do it's the whole like we need, you know, only apparently only gay actors can play gay characters, and only deaf ca- actors can play deaf characters. Now I'm not saying that it's not, it, you shouldn't go for that first. And try to get obviously someone that knows what that's like to play that role, but there's a finite source of people acting. I sometimes does, any, does anybody really give a fuck that Mario is not going to be played by an Italian? I, that's what a lot of it is. It's a lot of like make sure of like it's not Italian and it's just it's Chris Pratt. I guess people are just talking Chris Pratt, but are we also pissed that Donkey Kong's not going to be voiced by a real gorilla? As long as we're just. Yeah. Go in there. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, first off, how many Italian actors are working in America, Hollywood right now? And uh, we haven't, and I always tell people this, we haven't fucking seen any footage. Like, we don't, they're actors, people. Actors. They act for a fucking living. They play pretend for a living wait for some footage and see what Chris Pratt may have been able to pull off because he's probably working with a fucking vocal coach right now to get an Italian accent down for the character. 
I would. I I really hope he's not. I hope he's I hope just Chris he, Pratt. Just to piss fan people off, I hope yeah. he's not. But like, are they aware that the guy who played Goro in Mortal Kombat doesn't actually have four arms? Like, do they know that? I I just hate that argument of like he's not really Italian. Like, so it's offensive. To who? Who gives a fuck? Who is offended yeah. by that? Yeah, when uh, man, it, it comes a lot from like you know have, wanting a trans actually play a trans character and all that stuff, right? And again, I'm not saying it. Obviously, you should try to find a a good trans actor out there to play a trans character, or, you know, a good gay actor to play a gay. I'm not saying you shouldn't by any means, but people seem to forget that, and then they're actors, and unless they're trying to completely have someone do yellow or blackface, which is incredibly offensive, they're actors. Let them act. They're paid to. They're fucking paid money, huge money, by the way. They live in houses that we're never going to live in to play fucking pretend. So wait for the footage to come out for this movie because I don't even think it's coming out till way later this year. Christmas. Yeah. Like, wait for the footage and see what you think then. Like, dear God, did you? are we ignoring the rest of the cast for this film, for Christ's sakes? Seth Rogen, Anya Taylor-Joy, like, this film has a really good cast. You know, uh, when, <laughs> when Being the Ricardos came out, uh, Javier Bardem revealed that he got a lot of shit for playing, uh, for signing on to play Desi Arnaz because Javier, unlike Desi Arnaz, is not Cuban. He's Spanish. So that's where we're at now. And Javier was like, at the end of the day, I'm playing a character and I'm going to do everything I can to research this character and try to inhabit this role as best I can. And that's what should matter. And I'm like, fuck yeah, way to go, Javier. Class act. But the fact that people were getting him shit for that is like unbelievable. Yeah. So I just, I don't, I don't care for people. And yeah, the more, the more this shit comes up, the more I'm like, oh, that's why. Yeah, so, no, I get you in that this is a film that's just going to be played with idiots online constantly. Because, yeah. um, like I said, when they announced the cast, I personally went, this is a really good cast for a fucking Mario movie. Like, wow, okay, I'm I'm in. I'm down. So, like, I, I was personally interested based off the cast alone. And, like I said, we, I, to, to kind of sum it up to two big takeaways. One, Mario doesn't exactly talk in the fucking games. Two, we haven't seen any footage. Everyone just calm the fuck down. Wait for footage to come out. Jesus Christ. I hope Mario is like six feet tall, wearing like a purple suit and doesn't even have a mustache. I hope like he's hunting velociraptors. It doesn't even look like Mario. It's just animated Chris Pratt in a red hat. Yeah. <laughs> so if I was making this movie, I would piss off so many people. Oh, yeah. He starts singing everything is awesome randomly. <laughs> oh my god. Um, all right, so that's my number three. Yes. My number two is a film that I know you have hopes for, but for different reasons that I'm not enjoy- looking forward to. I don't know how to write this. Look, my number two is the flash. Um I, I I reiterate, I'm glad you can see past the title character of the film where he's probably going to be in it 90% of the time and that for you, it's Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck as Batman. Batman. Um, and yes, I am looking forward to that. Batman. Mainly Michael Keaton. Ben Affleck's kind of a douchebag. I am glad that he's getting closure with his character, but 
that man needs to learn to keep his fucking mouth shut in interviews at this point because he just comes off more and more douchey. What did he what did he say? I didn't I didn't see this. He was his newest thing was ranting about how like the the playing the role of Batman caused him to go back to drinking. He he blamed playing the character of Bruce Wayne Batman for slipping back into alcoholism. Well, I think it was more the backlash and people saying, like, you're an idiot, you're a piece of shit for doing this. I, mean, I get he that. Said, he said playing the character. Like, he yeah. specified playing the character. Yeah. Well, then that's just, that's an excuse. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm tired of hearing this man come up with excuses for he's a fuck up in his personal life. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's not how you get help, Ben. You need to admit that you're a fuck up. It's okay. Um, but besides that, I did like his take on Batman. I'm glad to see he's getting like a conclusion. The problem is, I know going into this film, they won't be major. They probably it won't it probably won't be like a thing until like it was with No Way Home. You know, they won't pop up till the end of the fucking movie. For the most part, this is a flash movie. I I'll give you that for Affleck. I think Keaton is going to be a big part of this. We'll see, but I would not be surprised if he doesn't pop up until the like the end of the second act going into the third act. This is a flashpoint movie. Batman's a significant part of that arc, so I'm sure he's gonna be involved. We'll see. Unless they want to do what you were talking about with uh Mario and just troll fans, that would be Ben Affleck. But look, the fact this is like like I said, I, I wanted I I'm glad you can you're focusing on the Batman. It's just the title character for this movie is The Flash, which means it's going to be a fucking Flash movie through and through. That's who we're going to follow the way through. That's going to be using 99% of this movie. And the fact of the matter is, I cannot stand Ezra Miller. Guy, I do not get how this man has a career. I do not get why he has a fan base. I don't understand it. He's not that good of a fucking actor. Yeah, I get it. He's. Yeah. I mean, he made it onto your list twice. Yeah, I, I really don't like this man. And I have yet, I I watched the stand, saw that he was playing, I think, Trash Can Man, and I thought he was fucking terrible. I just did not like him. He brought nothing to that role. I do not like his take on uh the flash. I can't believe I'm saying it, but I actually think Grant Gustin does better. I just think he kind of gets saddled with CW fucking level scripting to deal with. <laughs> but I think he's he actually get he can tell he gets the character more. Um and then the biggest thing to me is that fucking the final, like, or not the biggest thing, but the nail in the coffin was that fucking DC fandom. He's the only one that seems so disinterested in his movie and being a part of this DC canon that people are starting to like more now because they've had more consistent hits. The Him being this character that we love, you know, is a big iconic comic book character. Like, his disinterest just kind of told me, it's like, but then why are you doing this movie? Like, why are you here? I mean, if you're trying to do this as, like, being funny, it's not working. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I mean, Ezra Miller, Grant Gustin, there is only one true, great live-action Flash, and that is John Wesley Ship. Oh, yeah, he's great. But again, he pops up in the CW shows, so that they still fucking have that. Well, Ezra Miller was in that too. Remember? Huh? Ezra Miller popped up in those CW shows too. Remember that one time? I ignore that. 
Did you watch Crisis on Infinite Earths? I did. He was in that. Sure. You don't remember that? I do. I'm just acting like it never happened. Oh, all right. Fair enough. I'm um, like you're going to taint that show. <laughs> that, that show tainted itself <laughs> a long time ago. Um, and yeah, I get it. Ezra Miller's a weird guy. He recently took on the Ku Klux Klan in an Instagram video. Still wondering why he did that. Yeah, what was that about? I heard about that. What the fuck? I don't know. Something happened, but he released a video telling the Klan to kill themselves with their own guns. Which I agree with, but I'm wondering how this is going to, like, something's going to happen. <laughs> I don't know what's going to yeah. happen, but something's going to happen. What, what prompted this to come? And it, what you, I know you can mention the video where you like punched a fan or something like that. Like he did something like, how does someone who physically assaults a fan still have a fucking career? He just punched the fan. He grabbed her and forced her to the ground. Like it was a straight up assault on camera and nothing happened. I guess like the fan was drunk and he was a little drunk or something. And they tried to play it off as like a fun, like a goofy thing. I don't know. Nothing happened. Maybe she didn't yeah. press charges. In general, fuck this guy. He's I don't I don't I I don't I I actually have actively ho- never hoped in my life for someone's career to not be that great than his. I'm like just I hope he doesn't become this huge star because I just don't want it. The Flash is just my way of getting Michael Keaton back, and that's all I care about. The rest of the movie, fuck it. I just want him back. And you know since what? he signed on for multiple projects, it means that's where it starts, and we're gonna get more Michael Keaton as Batman. So I will take whatever I can get. So nope. So see, see, you're you're you're, you're begging. You're, you're you're digging for scraps here. Yeah, you can I feel like I'm earned some scraps you, from DC. You can. You, they have. A, they've had a string of good movies recently that I feel like we're not talking about more often since Aquaman. My, they've kind of flipped, and it's only been a movie here and there that I haven't liked. One of them, nineteen eighty four, being one of those movies. Um, but uh, see, that's the thing. He signed for multiple movies, and most of the other shit he's been now confirmed to be in sounds better. Like Batgore is shaping up to actually be pretty good, and doesn't like the cast is better. It seems to be having a smooth production now that they finally got it going. And I'd rather watch him in that than fucking the Flash personally. Like, because at least I love the Flashpoint arc, and it seems like that's what they're doing. I want to see that live action. Maybe, you know, this is the movie where Ezra Miller really surprises us. Maybe this is he finally gets a chance to be the Flash because we haven't really gotten a lot of Flash. We've gotten like, you know, a bit in the Justice League movie, but not enough for him to really prove himself. So maybe he'll surprise us. I'm going to be optimistic about this movie. Andy Muschietti's doing it and his he, he's he's got a great track record. So I'm, I'm not counting it out. I'm so happy for you, but I could just, I just don't care. Okay. That's fine. It's just, it's, it's mostly Ezra Miller. I do like Andy Machete. He does have a good track record. I am glad to see, you know, Batman in this movie, but it's just the main character, like the title character, the actor they got is what's holding it back for me. That's fine. Um, we're still doing it on the show. That's going to be fun. I know this is the one where I'm like, I gotta fucking go see this goddamn movie in theaters. Let's get a trailer first before we start bitching about the film. Let's let's do that. Let's get a trailer, then we'll then we'll bitch. 
whenever we get a, an official trailer, DC has been really kind of slow with their actual trailers for these movies. I know we've gotten three Batman trailers, but nothing else. Yeah, they have a Black Adam film that's coming out this year, The Flash, and Aquaman 2, and I've only seen shit for the Batman. I think Batgirl's supposed to come out this year, too. Yeah, it's supposed to, because it's HBO Max. Yeah, it's on HBO yeah. Max. Weird. Uh, my number two is Overlap, Avatar 2. Uh, I It's been a lot, like, ugh, I can't... I can't do math. I think the first lo- one, 2009. Oh, I was going to say 2012. Okay, 2009. Yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> uh, I want to say 13 years. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, 13 years. Okay. Sorry, I'm a I'm an English major, undergrad currently in history. I can't math. Um, I don't know who this is for. I think it's like you said, incredibly ballsy to announce you're doing two, three, four, five before two is even out. Um, I'm sure this is going to be huge in China. I don't see it doing well anywhere else. Yeah, um, that's, that's if we even like open it in China because we went from having a flourishing film career uh, with them to now we barely play anything over there now. Well, that's what we saw with Spider-Man No Way Home. We don't need it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, go on. Um, I'm still waiting for that theme park. Has that happened yet? I don't think so. No. Yeah. Uh, I don't know when Cameron decided to abandon everything else he'd ever wanted to do and just put everything on Avatar. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, and it's just such a forgettable film for being the highest grossing film of all time. And I honestly don't think it's coming out this year. I, I think it's going to delay it again. And I know I've said this in the past, but I have good. I, 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 there's a bad track record of this film coming out. So I think this one's a safe bet. Okay. I was about to say, are you pulling that whole thing? Cause I know I called you out with your whole, like, I don't think the small film's coming out. And then like the trailer would come out. And you're like, Oh, it's like, maybe give the MCU a chance to show trailers. But this I, no, film was supposed to come to- out. 10 fucking years ago. I was about to say, yeah, this one I want to be surprised on. No, you're 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 right. This one would not surprise me because it's been delayed so many fucking times. Yeah. So bring it on. I, I don't I, I'll see it just because it's one of those films that you are probably gonna have to see. Uh but I want to well watch me not watch it. Well then I don't know what the hell we're gonna do. Oh wait, is that the same weekend as Aquaman? God yeah. Damn it. It's not going to be a good a good week. Look, you just got to get past him or heard, and you'll hopefully enjoy Aquaman too. We'll see. What's your number one? I feel like our number one is equal. Yeah, I feel it's the same movie. We have both expressly talked about how much we don't want it. Top Gun Maverick. It's mine too. <laughs> That's where I thought. I had a feeling our number one was pretty much like set in stone from like the beginning of this list. I was just figuring out there are four movies. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, I guess it's really our chance to bitch. I just look, I, I like a lot of Tom Cruise movies as much as I don't really like him because his mixture of like his weird Scientology bullshit and his whole 
the way he acted towards uh during a pan during a fucking pandemic when people who were deployed like myself on naval ships were not getting fucking port calls. We were literally stuck out to sea for months on end. And the best we got was a fucking pier with beer and the shittiest Wi-Fi you can think of. We were on the pier is what it was called. And that was it. He had the gall to treat sailors on the Roosevelt, Roosevelt, I believe, ship like absolute dog shit. He wouldn't let them talk to him, would not sign autographs, nothing. Just phone his film movie and left. Has paid zero fucking respect to the troops after what I fucking had to do for a global pandemic in 2020. And he's just sitting here making films that keep getting fucking delayed. And in case of this one, no one wants. Fuck you, Tom Cruise. Fuck you. Um, so between that and then him, to me, acting a little shitty to crew members about the COVID protocols, I understand you want people to be safe. You do not fucking berate your crew. Because without your crew, Tom Cruise, you don't have a movie. You just look like a fucking idiot doing weird shit <laughs> for thrills here. You need your crew. So may not berate them. So I just... That, you know, a lot of that shit that's been going on behind the scenes, regardless, as, as much as I feel on personally, I do generally enjoy a lot of his movies. Um, not Top Gun. I stand by that Top Gun is one of the most overrated pieces of shit films that we have. Last year, when uh, before Top Gun Maverick got pushed and it was still on our sneak preview schedule for last year, um, Austin had put Top Gun on the Oscar Sunday schedule for that week. And it is the only time I've ever pushed back where I've been like, no, we're not doing Top Gun. <laughs> like get that off the schedule. Fuck that movie. <laughs> Cause I cannot stand Top Gun. It is. I don't understand the, the people's love for it. I don't get it. It is such an arrogant, overrated, cheesy as shit movie that does not deserve this cult status. I don't understand. It's ridiculous. Um, I think he's a piece of shit. I think this, I, I don't like the way he treated those, uh, like the people on that ship. I thought that was really fucked up. Um, I don't like that. He's practically a cult leader who just happens to do acting on the side at this point. Yeah. Um, it's weird that nobody's really addressing that or doing anything about it. Uh, and yeah, I, I like some of his films and he's a decent actor, but he's a, he's an arrogant gas bag who just keeps doubling down on crazy ass stunts. I think to stay relevant uh, Top Gun Maverick is a dumb idea. I don't know why, why he's doing this, uh, who it's for. I have not talked to anybody who's looking forward to this. And if it ever even comes out, it's been pushed like three times now. Uh, yeah, I mean Paramount and Tom Cruise apparently don't trust today for any of their movies. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, Hopefully this crashes and burns and we never have to talk about it again. I'm hoping. And um I and like so personally you get a little insight into what I do in the in the in the military. I'm an air controller, so I, I talk to the the helicopter pilots while they're flying. That's specifically what I do, right? With that, we get call signs. It's what you hear in Top Gun, what they're calling them like goose and maverick and all that shit. Yeah. Um so I have a call sign officially given to me by the Navy. I'm not revealing it on the fucking podcast. Tell me when we're done. I will. I'm not revealing it here. Um, but uh, that was an, that's another thing I have against Top Gun because so many fucking people 
because pilots get these call signs too, right? Because that's what they are. So pilots get them. So many people that join the Navy or whatever Air Force, whatever fuck, in this case, Navy, because it's a, a fucking Navy movie, um, join, watch this fucking movie, and they're like, I want to call a sign like Deuce. I want to call a sign like Maverick. And I can tell you right now, for anyone who listens to this and is thinking about joining the Navy, if you go there and you go to be a controller, whereas in AIC or an Aztec, which is what I'm specifically in an Aztec, um, or you're a pilot and you try to get that fucking call sign, you will not get it. You will get something so much worse because they hate that. They absolutely <laughs> fucking hate it. And also, those call signs are off the books because of the fucking movie. <laughs> That's great. I love that. And I, I remember when, when I was reading into the first one, after I watched it, I was like, that was Top Gun? Jesus Christ. And I looked into it and I'm like, I found out like the Navy recruitment numbers like quadrupled after that movie because everyone was like, I want to be Top Gun. Like, a bunch of fucking douchebags. Yeah, they're fucking idiots. And also, to be a Top Gun in the Navy is one of the fucking hardest things to do. Yeah. I mean, you got to prove your need for speed. god damn it you gotta write checks that your body can cash or whatever the fuck that quote was (laughs) yeah not a fan not a fan and i'm glad you're not a fan too because top gun has some loyal fucking people out there including some family members of mine and i gotta push back on that shit a lot yeah luckily i don't have super lower family members on that one like i know uh, my mom hates tom cruise like she despises the man uh will not watch his movies mine is born on the 4th of july that's her one exception she really likes that one um my dad he's kind of in my boat where he doesn't really care for tom cruise but he likes his movies um and even he will tell me he's like uh, top gun's not that good top, he's like top gun's it's, it's okay my mom hates tom cruise as well except for Tropic Thunder. That's her exception. That's uh, a good exception. Which I, I, I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't like I can't say I respect my mom's decision because I haven't seen Born on, for, Born on the Fourth of July. I've heard from a lot of people it's a really good movie and Tom Cruise is like like exceptional in that film. So I, right. I, yeah, I, that's one that has I do want to watch. I do want to see that film. I've heard a lot of good things about it. Um, so but I just I can't personally like vouch because I haven't seen the movie. Fair enough. I've seen a lot of his work. Um, I've enjoyed most of it, but I do detest him as a person, and I just don't want to see Top Gun 2 like at all. In fact, that week, we might do like, you know, like a fuck Tom Cruise special or something like that. (laughs) Shit on Tom Cruise become like South Park, and he just comes after us. I I would welcome that shit. To prove... You know, slander, you have to prove everything we said isn't true. So try it. Oh, my God. You imagine the publicity that would bring to our show? We get such huge numbers. I kind of want it to happen. Yeah. I'm waiting for some, like, huge celebrity to hear this and, like, be super pissed and sue us. And then everyone listens. How dare you not (laughs) want to go see our movie? The fan outcry is like, don't you know, don't cancel filmgasm. And that becomes like t-shirts and shit. That's the goal. <laughs> Maybe Top Gun 2. Well, that'll be our silver lining. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> um, all right, so let's recap our lists. Uh, go ahead. 
Number five, Avatar 2. Number four, Lightyear. Three, Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Two, The Flash. Apologies to you, Connor. I know much more hopeful than I am on that one. And then one, Top Gun, Maverick. Number five, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Uh, best of luck to you figuring that one out. Number four, Downton I'm Abbey. On that one. <laughs> Downton Abbey, A New Era. Number three, Super Mario Brothers, the movie. Number two, Avatar 2. And number one, Top Gun, Maverick. Uh, there you have it, folks. Top five least anticipated of the year. I am looking forward to next week where we can actually start talking about movies again. Uh, yeah, mostly because Shaq asked for her finally comes out. I've been going to see that movie. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. If you like the show, you can always follow us on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Filmgasm Productions. You can check out the website, filmgasm.com, where we've got reviews, articles, trailers, every episode of our show, all four of them. And uh, if you want to support us, you can click on support this podcast and donate anything you would like to donate. We appreciate it. Uh, next week, we finally get some movies in theaters on Friday. We get Jackass Forever and Moonfall. So tune in next week to hear our thoughts on these two films. We're going to try to see both. But Jackass is the priority. Yeah, it is. And guess what? None of them are on Paramount Plus anymore. They're all gone. I have to, I'd have to rent all of them. What the fuck? I would have thought they had been on Paramount Plus leading up to the fucking release. Why would Paramount? Paramount so fucking weird. I know I was so pissed. So I'm not gonna do it. I'm I I'm not I'm not paying that. I'm not paying money for him. I'm sorry. God damn it. You should have watched yeah. it when they were on there. I was waiting till Jackass Forever. <laughs> okay, don't do that next time. <laughs> ah don't miss Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight on Wednesday's Filmgasm, The Island of Dr. Moreau on Friday's Beyond the Bad, and Lilies of the Field on Oscar Sunday. Have a great week. Keep watching movies.